0: Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Technical Talk Podcast. In this episode, we'll take a look at the semifinal matchup in the Eastern Conference between the Boston Celtics and the Philadelphia 76ers. The Celtics and the 76ers have not faced off against one another in the Eastern Conference semifinal round since the 2018 playoffs, in which the teams were in the exact same seedings as they find themselves this year. Only the winner won't have uh, the buzzsaw of the LeBron James-led Cavaliers team waiting on them in the Eastern Conference Finals, and also with the Milwaukee Bucks being eliminated by the Miami Heat, the winner of this matchup will no doubt be the favorite to represent the Eastern Conference in the NBA Finals. So let's jump right into what should be an exciting series, but first, the intro. You're out of your mind. There is no way that LeBron will ever be Jordan. Nobody will ever be Jordan, okay? Okay, LeBron's a better rebounder and passer. Will you let me finish? Can you, can you let me finish? Call me when LeBron has six championships. your only argument? It's the only argument I need, Sean! Alright, we'll start today's episode with a catch-up for both teams, and we'll start with the Philadelphia 76ers. Remember, this team is seated third in the Eastern Conference playoff bracket. Uh, their previous series opponent was the Brooklyn Nets, and that series ended with Philadelphia sweeping Brooklyn, uh, the top players of the series for Philadelphia were Tyrese Maxey, who averaged 21.8 points per game, five rebounds, and about two assists. And James Harden, who averaged 17.3 points per game, five rebounds, and 8.8 assists. Getting to the Boston Celtics, they are the number two seed in the Eastern Conference. Their last round opponent was the Atlanta Hawks. That series uh, ended with Boston taking the series four games to two. The top players for the Celtics in that, in that series, excuse me, was Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Tatum averaged 27.2 points per game, 10.8 rebounds, and 5.3 assists. Jalen Brown averaged 26.7 points per game, 5.3 rebounds, and 3 assists. Now that we have you caught up with both teams and the results from the previous round, and also the top performers for each team, let's get into their head-to-head comparisons and then what we saw from them over the season series. The Seventy Sixers and Celtics met four times during the regular season series, with the Celtics taking this season series three games to one. I know the regular season is a different animal than the playoffs, but with these two teams knowing one another so well, it's important to get a good understanding of how they play and have previously matched up. You know, in the regular season series, um a couple of different things stuck out to me when I was doing my research um of those games and doing my write up getting ready for Monday's game. You know, the Celtics have handily outscored the 76ers uh, in terms of bench points in their four-game uh season series. And so, game 1, I mean, Boston outscored them 34 to 11. Game 2, Boston outscored them 31 to 21. Game three, Boston outscored them 27 to 12. And game four, the Celtics outscored the 76ers 18 to 10. So the, the 76ers have never once outscored the Celtics uh, in terms of bench points. And so looking at their rankings uh, and their standings of the active playoff teams, the original 16 active playoff teams, uh, excuse me for that. The Celtics currently rank 8th, and Philadelphia sits at 10th overall um, out of the original field. And the second thing that I wanted to really get a a glimpse at was how do these duos uh, play against the opposite duo? As we know, the duo for the 76ers would be James Harden and Joel Embiid. The duo for the Boston Celtics is Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. Um, and so, it, it's really interesting because, as defensively, you know, and offensively, the matchup is never there unless you see Harden guarding Brown or Harden guarding Tatum, which I <laughs> would never imagine happen uh, over the course of these four games if Doc Rivers can help it. But that's besides the point. Um, no, nobody for the Celtics is going to guard Joel Embiid out of the duo, so it's really interesting to see how each of them exploit the matchup on the other side, as there's not a star on typically on the matchup for that other side. So in game one, the duo of Tatum and Brown put up 70 points total. Uh, they each had 35. In that same game, Embiid put 26 up, Harden put 35 up. They combined for 61 total. In Game 2, Jason Tatum would score 12 points. Jalen Brown would score 4 points, uh, as Brown would leave early with uh, that facial fracture. Uh, If you happen to see Jalen Brown still wearing that mask, um, that is from the right elbow of Jason Tatum to his left orbital bone, I believe, um, that was sustained, and that is why he only had those 4 points in this game. Uh, But anyway, moving forward... Joel Embiid scored 28 points and James Harden scored 26 points. That duo put up 54 game three saw Jason Tatum score 18. Jalen Brown scored 26 for a total of 44. Embiid scored 41 points that night. And James Harden scored 21 points as they combined for 62. And in the regular season finale, which was just a absolutely tremendous game, Jason Tatum put in 19 points. No Jalen Brown in that game. Of course, um, Joel Embiid put in 52 and Harden put in 20 uh, for a total of 72 on that end. You know, getting into the more advanced stats, um, the Celtics carry an offensive rating of 118.8 and a defensive rating of 114.3 for a net rating of 4.5 through one round of the playoffs. 76ers on the other side through one round have an offensive rating of 114.3 and the second rate. Defensive rating at 102.5, their net rating is obviously 11.8. The discrepancy is primarily because of the low scoring that the net series gave the 76ers. Uh, so that really contributed to that defensive number. Not to mention the Celtics series averaged a total of around 120 for six games. So, you know, I'm not taking anything away from Philadelphia. Uh, they handled the Nets as they should have, and they didn't play with their food. You know, next we'll take a look at the pace. Um uh, the two teams have played one another. Uh they're two polar opposites. You know, the Celtics are tied for fifth among the 16 original playoff teams averaging about 101.6 possessions p- per game, while the 76ers have the slowest pace among the original 16 at just 90 possessions a game, really 90 and a half, but we'll call it 90. Um naturally this will occur as the Celtics utilize Two wing players in Tatum and Brown, while the 76ers obviously move at a slower pace, trying to play through Joe and Bede most of the night. When these two teams play one another, however, the two teams averaged a pace of 91.8 possessions each. Lastly, the lineup comparisons when it came to both teams, specifically three-man lineups as trios, are currently at the forefront of team success in the modern NBA, in my opinion. We started with the Celtic lineup of Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, and Derek White. In this lineup, during the playoffs so far, it has averaged 48.7 points per game on 45.5% from the floor as a whole and 34.3% from three with around 10.2 assists. For Philadelphia, we looked at Tyrese Maxey, Joel Embiid, and James Harden. In only three of the four possible games, the lineup averaged 49.7 points, 38.8% from three, and 11.3 assists getting into our series breakdown when we look ahead to how this series is going to go we can see that we are in for a fantastic treat you know but to me the series is going to have to be one off the bench for these two teams they both have the star power to keep pace with the opposing duo of a duo or trio of players that's no doubt but it will be the player performances that we see outside of of the pairs and the trios that will be the deciding factor. Games like Anthony Melton had in Game 3 against Brooklyn, or games like Grant Williams had in Game 3 for Boston against Atlanta. Take the pressure off of your stars, and you make it easier for them to get going, as the defense will be accountable for all five players, not just two or three. You know, these are two juggernauts in the Eastern Conference who know what it is uh, to win and also have a craving for the Larry O'Brien trophy, Um, let's be honest. Boston fell short last year, literally, uh, in the finals, and Philadelphia has not reached that point. So I know Joel Embiid would love to put a capstone on what he and many pundits believe uh, to be an MVP season. And what better way to do that than to take home two trophies with the latter being, actually, you know what, three trophies. Since it's Joel Embiid, he would take home three. He would take home MVP Hopefully, if they won the finals, he would take home the finals MVP as well. So he'd take home the Larry O'Brien and uh, the two other MVP honors and awards. You know, these two teams know what's on the line. And these superstars are going to show amazing ability and have some strong individual performances. But do not be surprised if the auxiliary players get involved. If the auxiliary players get involved, excuse me. Game one between the Celtics and 76ers will be Monday, May 1st. That is going to do it for another episode of the Technical Talk podcast. I'd once again like to just thank you guys wherever you are, however you listen to this, for listening and taking the time out of your day uh, to just spend a little time with me, talk a little basketball, and you know just enjoy the playoffs. Um, this series right here... I highly recommend if you find the time to at least catch one game um to to go ahead and you know strap in for two and a half hours because these games are going to be roller coaster rides and the Celtics and the 76ers they they're going to bring it. Thank you guys for listening. Last but definitely not least, enjoy